Hello, brave, beautiful warrior soul friends. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Existence with a Certifiable Vagabond with Kristen Windsor. I hope you all are doing well today. As we enter this new year, we try to embrace this new aspect of who we are, letting go of where we've been, no longer allowing it to define us, allowing ourselves to redefine who we are and where we're going. And yet, there is not this magical transformation that we seek, you know, this new year comes, we're writing out our goals, we're writing a new year on the page, and somehow nothing has changed. And we feel aggravated, we feel pulled down by it all, we feel like how could we possibly even begin to embrace the change that's needed to get to where we want to be. And what we often tend to do, speaking from experience, (laughs) is place the emphasis on the physical goals, what we're physically achieving. Little do we realize that that never produces the change that we're actually seeking. The change that we're seeking is on a subconscious level. And to change our subconscious neuropathways require something completely different than what we're typically doing on a day-to-day basis to create physical change in our life. The truth of the matter is, even if we could create the physical change we desire in our lives, without that mental change, without completely adjusting our subconscious neuropathways, we're not even going to be able to appreciate those physical changes. We're not even going to be able to be fully present with those physical changes. We're not even going to be able to fully show up to embrace the fullness and wonder of those physical changes and improvements and growth. And so whenever there's something that isn't quite going the way that we want, we can take that as an opportunity and know that there's something that we need to learn in that moment. And the more we embrace each moment as a learning opportunity, the more it will propel us to the next moments. And in those moments, we are going to find the things that we seek. But if we just keep chasing these things we're seeking, we're not going to get there. We can be on the outside chasing all of these things all we want, but until we do the inside work, none of that stuff is going to matter. And the truth is, when the external stuff isn't lining up just the way we want, in my experience, it is always trying to teach me something. And that learning, that experience, that new knowledge is the foundation for then going after what I want. I'm not being punished by the universe by being in this place of suffering that I've been for so long. The universe is here to sculpt me and help me change my subconscious neural pathway so that I can do all the things I want to do with my life. So I can be all the things I want to be with my life. So I can transform and change and experience life all in the way that I have desired down to the bones and, and into the cells of my DNA. I have these passions, I have these desires, and they are there for a reason. But the more I resist the necessary growth that has to occur in these painful moments, moment by moment, day by day, the more I'm resisting the blessings that are down the road. And so I have to show up and embrace the pain that I'm experiencing now. Because the depth of pain I'm experiencing now is only 
revealing the depth of light that I am capable of achieving and experiencing and emanating. And so the more that I try to escape my own darkness, the more I am escaping my own light. And then I'm just in this place of empty hopelessness where there's nothing. We have to dive into our darkness. We have to do the shadow work. We have to be present with all the parts of us that we don't like so that we can transform it into something we love. And when we can love ourselves without conditions, when we can love even the cells in our bodies we can't see that are working for us at every moment, when we can love ourselves without conditions, let go of the expectations and demands, fully embrace each moment as it comes, we free ourselves. And in this process of extending infinite gratitude and unconditional compassion to every piece of our bodies and every piece of our minds, we transform our subconscious neural pathways into a place that's actually nice to live. Can you imagine enjoying being in the home of your mind? Can you imagine waking up each day being greeted with warmth and love within your own being? Can you imagine greeting each rising with this excitement and gratitude to be alive? Can you imagine being able to curl up with yourself at night, a big smile on your face, just happy to be who you are? The change that we're seeking has so little to do with the external things and yet that is still where we place the emphasis from a day-to-day basis. Truth is that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And so no matter my diagnosis, I can choose sanity by doing something new to create change that will help me get to where I want to be. And the truth is that most of our subconscious neural pathways are built on this foundation of fear. And if we can ooze love into every corner of our consciousness, we will transform it. And so the point is not to keep on fighting the old, but to focus your efforts on building the new. What do you want your internal world to look like? How do you want to be able to show up in the world around you based on the internal energy that you stand within? If we keep pushing forward in our lives from this fear-based position of, of lacking and not enoughness, continually striving for more because we are not enough in this moment, then we are only reinforcing the subconscious neural pathways already existing that are telling us that we are not enough and telling us that we need to keep going after more in order to have any kind of sense of okayness in this world. And so we can actually completely start to transform our lives just by taking a deep breath and breathing in to each moment as it comes. We don't reclaim our power by trying to be somewhere different than we are. We reclaim our power by being fully and unconditionally in the now. By being fully present no matter how much things don't line up with where we wish that they were. We lose our power when we're living in future moments or past moments. We lose our power when we say that we're not enough in the here and now. 
we lose our power by focusing more on the things that we are not than the things that we are. And so to reclaim our power, we just do the opposite of those things that made us lose our power to begin with. We can reclaim our power by breathing into each moment and letting go of what we feel like it's supposed to look like. Letting go of this picture we have in our minds of we'll be happy when things look like this. Or we'll be enough when things look like this. Dropping all those conditions, dropping all those expectations, letting go of all those things that don't serve us anymore can reclaim our power by being fully and unconditionally in the now. We can reclaim our power by loving ourselves exactly as we are. We lose our power when we say, I need to do this, I need to be this, I need to change this, I need to help this. And so we can reclaim our power by saying, you know, I I could work on myself and I am, I'm growing. But while I'm growing, guess what? I'm enough right here, right now, in this moment, I am more than enough. And because I'm more than enough, I can breathe into this moment with divine inner peace and just this knowing that I am enough. And there's growth and work to be done and that's beautiful, but that does not define my enoughness. Being present with my enoughness is all I need to do to feel this enoughness. We reclaim our power by stepping fully and unconditionally into the now, by fully embracing what we are presently experiencing, letting go of our demands and expectations, letting go of the conditions of all the ways that we wish things would be. We reclaim our power by being just as we are and allowing that to be enough. We reclaim our power by breathing love into every cell of our bodies. I'm going through intensive treatment right now and my body is in excruciating pain on a daily basis. And when I over-identify with that pain and experience my life as pain, I suffer. But when I use my meditation tools and when I stay mindful and when I let go of all the things that I wish life looked like right now, all the ways I wish things were different, all the ways I am lacking in how I wish I existed in this world, and I fully embrace the experience, I breathe magic back into my own life. It is so beautiful. I can sit there and mindfully wonder and marvel at what I'm experiencing. Wow, I can't believe my nerves can communicate everything that's happening to my brain right now. I don't even know all the details of what's going on in my cells with my bones, my muscles, all these complex things that are are buried beneath skin. Like I don't even know what's happening and yet I know because there's this feeling, this impulse, this signal that's being sent from this part of my body to this other part of my body and it allows a physical experience to become a mental experience and just sitting and marveling at every aspect of the experience. I transform my own suffering. I reclaim my power in each moment. I rewire my subconscious neural pathways to believe in my enoughness. And the more I realize how hard all the cells in my body are fighting for me, the more I realize I'm not alone. 
There are parts of my being fighting for me that I don't even see. And the more I can honor those parts of my being, the more I can be in tune with the ways that they're fighting in my favor and the more that I can feel empowered existing in my own skin, even when that skin is in excruciating pain. My life is a ceremony, each day a ritual. And this allows me to reclaim my power, transforming everyday experiences into this magical ritual that allows me to tap into my soul self despite what my physical body is experiencing, despite what my mental body is experiencing. Even if I'm mentally dissociated, even if I'm physically in pain, even if I'm dissociated from the present moment, dissociated from my own identity, dissociated from my own being, I can sit in this moment and marvel at my enoughness by marveling at the microscopic aspect of the magical, miraculous moments of each aspect of my experience. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be pain-free. It doesn't have to all make sense. It doesn't have to be the way that I thought things were supposed to be. The more I can accept myself as I am, The more I can pour love into every cell of my being, the more I can turn everyday experiences into a magical ritual, the more I can transform my subconscious neural pathways and reclaim my power on a cellular level. The messages my mind will automatically generate are going to be different as I continue with these mindful practices. Turning everyday experiences into rituals is a powerful way to step into our full potential. When we take showers, we can speak love to our bodies. When we brush our teeth, we can look our eyes in the mirror and marvel at the magic of all the details. Every time I look in my eyes, I notice something I never noticed before. And I've been living with these eyeballs for decades. Clearly, we have magic to explore in the things that are already within our realm of experience, already within our reach, already within our grasp. Cultivating a lifestyle of meditative mindfulness invites infinite moments of reclaiming personal power. Opportunities for personal transformation on a cellular subconscious level happen in every moment of every day. If we decide to mindfully be present, we can set an intention to notice the subconscious happening so we can counter each and every fiery mishap with infinite love. Transforming what we believe beyond what we can consciously access By using our conscious awareness and intention to pour love into the parts of ourselves and the parts of our life experience that are causing us pain. Every single piece of the pain we are experiencing is just pointing us to our potential. Hey, I know you're in pain, but guess what? This pain is only telling you to heal this part of yourself so that you can be experiencing life on such a profound, such a profoundly beautiful level. You will just absolutely sob with wonder and joy with the most still inner peace you could possibly ever imagine.
And we don't reclaim our power by transforming the external aspects of our existence. Where we live, the relationships we have, the career path we're on, the level of education we've achieved, the amount of money in our bank account, the amount of achievements we have on our little resumes or lists or whatever it is that we keep track of to to keep some kind of tally on how worthy we are. None of that matters. And that can be a comfort, an empowering comfort to know that no matter what our physical life looks like, we can totally reclaim our power in any and every moment. And that is what matters more than the other stuff anyways. We get to rejoice in that knowing. We don't have to change the way things appear to others. We need to change the way things appear to ourselves. That's where the magic starts to actually occur and transpire and transform us from the inside out. As we enter this new year of 2019, let us refocus our intentions, not on the physical goals, but on the mental resolutions of what we want our internal world to look and feel like. What do you want the home of your mind to feel like? down the road. Set those intentions now. Believe that you are capable of achieving them and you will. Some great examples of what we can set for as our 2019 intentions include feeling inner peace despite what we're going through externally. Being able to show up in loving self-care on a persistent, consistent, reliable basis, despite how we're feeling. Perhaps it could be to disidentify with our circumstances and to reestablish our identity and worth in something more substantial. Perhaps it could be to celebrate the magic and the victories of every single day. To establish a sense of personal empowerment and confidence in your capabilities. Perhaps it could be to establish a mindfulness practice and to notice more of your experience on a day-to-day basis. Perhaps it could be cultivating a gratitude practice to focus more on the blessings than the lack Perhaps it could be to cultivate daily rituals that allow you to begin and end the day with a sense of loving, gentle presence within your own being. Perhaps it could be to stop settling for less than your worth and to invest in your worth on a daily basis so that it can actually happen. Perhaps it could be to journal every day and write affirmations or soulful compliments Soulful compliments means a compliment that is something that can't be taken away from you, something that is not physical, something that is not fleeting, something that is strong and substantial and has more to do with your innate being than anything that you do on a day-to-day basis or anything that you appear to be to the external world. There are many goals we can set that have much more to do with mental and emotional intention than physical action. And by taking this route of New Year's resolutions, I guarantee we will reclaim our power like never 
before. As we establish these intentions, as we establish this vision for what we want our internal landscape to look like and what we want the home of our mind to feel like on a day-to-day basis, we can know that we are reclaiming our power. But this fight is going to be a daily fight. And any day that you do not show up for your own healing is a day you're missing out on some magic. The magic comes, though, when we confront the darkness and push through it with love. If we're pushing through it with anything fear-based, we are only reinforcing the subconscious beliefs that are holding us back from experiencing peace and joy. And so to achieve this high level of peace and joy, we have to confront our darkness and feel through it. We have to feel it to heal it. The only way out is through. And anytime we are experiencing darkness, it is just a piece of our consciousness begging for help with healing. And we heal parts of ourselves by giving our being the love we were never offered that we so desperately crave. The validation, the enoughness, the tender, gentle hugs, the tender moments, the celebration of self, all these beautiful experiences that we typically rely on others to help create for us. We absolutely need to take into our own power and create for ourselves, healing our own darkness by being present with it, allowing love to be the light that will heal it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle. Love does not have demands or expectations. Love is always enough. And so as we sit with our darkness, we are allowed to feel all of the feelings. The important aspect is how we interpret that and what conclusions we come to as we are experiencing this. We can't take these dark experiences and say, this is all that I am. I am a dark experience. That will not benefit our beings, and that is not what the darkness is asking us to do anyways, even though it can really, really feel like it. Those messages are just coming from the subconscious neural pathways that we are trying to uproot. And so we can continue to uproot them by not feeding into them. And so when I'm experiencing that darkness, I will often sit with my feelings and allow them to ooze from my being in whatever form they are asking me to use, whether it's sobbing and screaming at the top of my lungs or it's journaling for days on end, just paper after paper of poetic nonsense that doesn't really mean all that much to me at the time. Perhaps it's going on regular jogs or really, really long, slow, mindful walks with tears streaming gently and quietly down my face. It could be a variety of things, but in these moments, as I'm showing up for my soul self and being present with my being, being present with my experience without judgment, without expectation, without demands, I allow whatever I'm feeling to come and flow through me and be a part of my experience, all the while countering any negative messages 
with positive mental messages. If my mind says I'm not enough, I sit there and just go on and on and on about my enoughness. And here's the catch. We don't actually have to believe the things that we're saying in that moment. The important thing is that we show up and say them anyways. Because the subconscious learns through repetition. And when our mind is repeatedly coming up with these negative messages, it's deepening these subconscious neural pathways that are causing us immense suffering. And so by showing up and verbally saying the words that we don't believe but we kind of wish were true, and by doing that over and 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 over again, we will rewire our subconscious neural pathways. And all that crazy stuff we're feeling along the way, that's the process of rewiring your subconscious neural pathways. And so anytime you're experiencing that fatigue and exhaustion and frustration and overwhelm through this process of allowing things to flow through you and mentally countering any negative messages about your identity or worth, you can rejoice and celebrate in the knowing that you are transforming your life. And it doesn't have to feel like that in each moment for it to be true. And the more that you can remind yourself of this truth, the more empowered you will be to continue with this daily practice of showing up and loving on yourself, being mindful of what you're experiencing moment to moment. We can gauge how much we are reclaiming our power by mindfully observing how much love we are giving our own beings in a moment to moment basis. Love does not have demands or expectations. Love does not ask you to be something different than what you innately are. Love allows you to express yourself as you are authentically experiencing life. Depression is suppression healed through expression. We need to express ourselves more. We need to get into art more. We need to get into nature more. We need to move our bodies more. All of these things help us communicate with our subconscious. And as we show up and allow self-expression and allow whatever comes out to naturally come out, to mindfully and intentionally invest compassion and love with our mental thoughts and the way that we are directing our mental intention, which all eventually accumulates and creates our experience moving forward. If a subconscious neural pathway is telling us to rush, 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 then we need to slow down. And that will help to rewire that subconscious neural pathway. If we continually show up for ourselves, mindfully notice that feeling to rush, 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 and mindfully intentionally slow down what we're physically doing, what we're mentally doing, whatever it takes, and to do it on a consistent basis. If we're noticing endless piles of to-do lists and even when we get stuff done, there's no sense of personal satisfaction, then we need to start making lists of all the things that we have achieved rather than all the things we should be achieving. And that will help to rewire that subconscious neural pathway and help transform that everyday experience of 
to-do lists and personal satisfaction in relation to to-do lists. If we notice that going to bed scares us, it's a matter of transforming the experience of going to bed by establishing new rituals and a new routine of how we go to bed and what elements are around our bed and what sounds we are hearing while in bed and what smells we're smelling while in bed and how we're mentally approaching ourselves with our intentions and thoughts and the direction of our uh, present focus while in bed. And consistently transforming this experience will eventually transform the subconscious neuropathways that allow us to have a safer experience of going to bed. And all of these are personal examples from my own life. Anytime we are noticing something about our life experience causing us harm in some capacity, causing us some form of pain that we don't want to have anymore, we can take that moment as an opportunity to mindfully notice what aspect within our own subconscious needs our love and attention and to make a plan of action to move forward and help transform that subconscious narrow pathway to help transform our life experience moving forward. I hope you know how infinitely capable you are. You are so much more worth it than you know. The answers you seek are already within your being. We just need to slow down the own demands that we put on ourselves so we can tune into our soul self and hear what we need to hear to experience full healing and learn to love ourselves like never before, transforming our subconscious neuropathways in order to transform our life experience. You are so much more worth it than you know. You have so much more power than you know. You have so much more potential than you know. You are so much more capable than you know. You have so much more power in any and every given moment than you realize right now. And I really, really hope that you can take this new year as an opportunity to cultivate some daily habits that are going to help you reclaim your power by focusing on the mental vision of what you want the home of your mind to look and feel like. Your thoughts are powerful. Your intentions are powerful. The energy that you put towards your physical actions on a day-to-day basis is powerful. So please make sure you're using that power wisely to benefit your own healing and growth and personal transformation. I am so very excited to continue embracing this healing journey on a daily basis with you brave, beautiful, warrior soul friends. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Exploring Existence with a Certifiable Vagabond with Kristen Windsor. Sending you infinite love and light. Namaste.